0: This is a Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I wanted to talk about something a little different, and I want to talk about trauma and how trauma might be blocking you in your business. So sometimes when I talk about the more personal side of business, of being an entrepreneur, being a leader, it's tricky for people to see the link. Okay, so, oh, I know I've got my own stuff going on, but how does that really impact on the business? Well, as you know, I work with visionaries and entrepreneurs and founders, as well as leaders in big organizations. And if you are a founder, particularly, or an entrepreneur running your own thing, what you'll find is where you are at, where your energy is, how you feel, what you're bringing to the business is going to be the biggest determinant of your success. So of course, you need great strategy and you need a great team and you need a great product and all of those things that make up the strategic side of running a business. So in no way putting those things down. I see a lot of stuff on social media about, oh, you know, everyone talks about this woo-woo stuff, but that's not important. What you need is strategy or the other way around. You know, it's not strategy, it's this other stuff. I really straddle those different pieces. So You know, when I coach people, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was coaching a client yesterday in a company in the US that I work with. And we were having a a really strategic conversation about how she manages her division, how she, you know, comes out of the work, how she starts to really strategize it and prioritize and do all of those things. And I love talking about those things, I love talking about strategy and how you create business and how you build business and all of those things. Like intellectually, I find that really stimulating. And I know that the people side, the development side, you know, what some like to call the woo-woo, although I hate that term because it's so patronizing, but that kind of spiritual, energetic, emotional side is also really important. And one of the things I've tried to do in my business is bring those two pieces together so that you are expanding who you are, and you are also expanding what you do, what I call the profound and the practical. So doing the profound work, really connecting to yourself, to your vision, to the vision for this business, for the why you're here in the world, and also putting all the practical steps in place that mean the business succeeds. So, I don't like division anyway. I don't like having to make choices, so I'm like, do you know what? Work on the strategy. Work on yourself. Work on the trauma. Work on the personal development side. Work on how you lead people. You need all these pieces to be a successful visionary and entrepreneur in the world. So why am I talking about trauma today? Well, first of all, I want to sort of talk about what do I mean by trauma. So often when we think about trauma, we think about big trauma, you know, somebody having a terrible accident or being abused as a child, or one of those big life events, you think, my God, that person had a terrible life, you know, being thrown out of home, having an alcoholic parent, you know, big trauma situations that are clearly and obviously going to impact your life. But what I'm talking about is what we call trauma with a small T. So I'm talking about the events in your life that somehow impacted on your identity or made your identity get stuck a bit so that you didn't recalibrate. You sort of held on to this almost childlike version of you that was maybe formed when you were up to the age of seven, or in your early teens, maybe, where something happened that meant that you made some decisions about yourself, you decided some stuff about yourself. And generally those things are to do with our parents or our teachers, or an influential person in our life when we were younger, right? So what happens when I'm coaching people, because I'm very intuitive, and because I always want to get to the root cause of everything, because when you get to the root cause, it's like pulling a plant out of the roots, right? You pull it out at the root and all the other bits die off, right? So all the issues that you think you've got in the day-to-day, often are not to do with the day-to-day, they're to do with the root cause, which happened many years ago. And I've known this for a long time. You know, I've been coaching for 20 years and I've also had a lot of coaching. I've done and continue to do my own personal development, my own work on myself in the world so that I can be as clean and clear for my business and my clients as I can be. And I know for me that the thing that's impacted me the most in my life has been this feeling of not being enough, not being good enough, that I had to prove myself somehow. And oh my God, this thing, this belief ruled me for such a long time, you know? It was like, you know, and I know where this comes from, I'm not gonna go into that in depth in here, but it was to do with my relationship with my dad, it was to do with being the kind of underperforming twin, both those influences in my life. It was to do with the fact that I was a very sensitive child. I was that sort of odd one out really. And I didn't feel understood. I didn't feel appreciated. I didn't feel, you know, really loved and and recognized for who I am. And, you know, I say that with no criticism of my family, because this is what I struggled with for a long time. And I want to articulate that because this is what I find a lot of my clients saying to me. So when I looked at my childhood and people would say, well, maybe you need to look at this. And I was like, But you know, it was a happy childhood. We were fine, you know, and we had enough. We didn't have loads of money, but we had enough money. There was no massive, like terrible event that occurred. You know, I know that I was loved by my parents, I have lovely siblings. What is there to talk about even? And so what often happens when you come from that kind of background where there's nothing wrong in inverted commas, but somehow that environment did not help you become the person, the child, the young adult that you were meant to be or that you have the potential to be, because I believe everything happens for a reason, right? So I believe I was born into my family for a reason, to learn those lessons, to now come and do the work that I'm doing. So I don't say any of this with any sense of, oh, I wish it had been different. You know, it's more like, hmm, I'm going to sit and understand it and work with it. And what I find is often in those kind of situations like mine, people also feel a bit guilty Oh, what am I complaining about? I didn't have a terrible childhood. Gosh, some people have terrible childhoods, right? I didn't have a terrible childhood. Nothing really happened. My parents loved me. And so there's almost like a reticence and a guilt to go into these things because you feel like I've got nothing to complain about. And actually that makes me feel a bit spoiled and a bit, oh my gosh, is really self-indulgent for me to complain about things when really there was nothing wrong. So I want to say that upfront That what we're doing in this work is, it's in no way a criticism of anybody in your life. And if it didn't work for you, if you didn't feel unconditionally loved, you didn't feel enough, you didn't feel recognized and acknowledged in the way that you really needed to be recognized and acknowledged when you were a child, then it will have an impact into your adulthood. Okay. Okay. So I know this so clearly from my own personal experience, I say, and it's probably been the thing that I've been working on consistently for the last, gosh, 10 plus years. And I uncover layers and layers of it, you know, and I know now I'm sitting here, I'm 53 and I feel more confident and happier in my own skin than I have ever felt. And that is a really amazing feeling, actually. And I know that I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be having this conversation now. I wouldn't be able to do the work I do with clients. I wouldn't be able to have the business and success that I've got had I not dealt with that trauma. You might call it wounding. They're quite dramatic terms, aren't they? I'm I'm actually sitting with myself going, uh, can I call this something else? Because they are very definitive terms, I guess, aren't they? So maybe there's another way of talking about this. When I say these things out loud, sometimes the thing occurs to me, but that isn't happening in this minute. So let's call it trauma for now. So why is this relevant to you as a visionary founder and visionary entrepreneur? Well, these things hold you back. And if you are holding yourself back, if you don't have absolute confidence and self-belief in yourself, then your business cannot expand and grow in the way that it could. It's kind of obvious when I say that, isn't it? So I'll give you a couple of examples of this that I've come across recently, you know, that I was coaching someone recently who grew up with a very critical parent, didn't feel loved, didn't feel appreciated you know, I guess verging on emotional abuse, I would say in this parental situation, but certainly never felt loved. And this and this person was still a tricky influence in her life. It wasn't like the person had disappeared. She was still around. She still wasn't being very positive, right? So what was the impact on that? Well, the impact was that this person had, was very successful, but underneath it had low confidence and also was like, always putting so much pressure on herself because for underneath it all, she believed she wasn't enough. And so it drove her and it pressured her and it made her stretch and stretch and go after those big goals time and time and time again so that one day she would feel enough. And I say this often, I'm sure I've said it before on this podcast, I say it to my clients all the time, that you cannot fill an internal gap with an external thing it's just not possible. You know, there isn't any amount of success, achievement, possessions that will fill the internal gap. So if you have this feeling of not enough, that I'm not enough, that I'm not lovable, that I don't believe in myself, that I don't trust myself fully, it doesn't mean that you won't be successful. Often people are very successful despite these things going on. But actually, I was saying to somebody yesterday, actually one of my clients, that the problem with this is it sucks the joy out of everything. It makes it hard work. It makes it feel like a struggle and that I'm constantly having to achieve more and more and more and more. And I'm looking for is a feeling. That's really important to say. I'm not really looking for the achievement. I'm really looking for the feeling. I'm really looking for that sense of like, oh, finally, I feel like it's enough. And, you know, I remember years and years and years ago, my coach saying to me, this is my first ever coach, this was in my uh, mid-30s, saying to me, when is enough enough? And it was such a brilliant question because that's when I realised for myself that it was never going to be enough because I didn't feel enough. So I hope I'm making the linkages here. I was talking to somebody else recently who has visibility kind of issues and, you know, is not able to really put herself forward in this big business that she works in. And lo and behold, we get chatting. We're just exploring. We're talking about where this might come from. And it turns out that she was really badly bullied as a child. And she's never dealt with it. She's never talked about it. She's never dealt with it. It's just sat on the surface. So again when you look at those things you think well of course that's the root cause and once we clear that trauma then we clear everything into the future so this is the kind of link that I want you to make as you listen to this episode that when we hold on to stuff in the past it's like it sits in our DNA it sits in our identity it sits in our emotions and if it's been something where there's been some threat to you of whatever level, then your body is still in fight or flight. Your body is in that kind of like frozen state where it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, logically you're an adult and you can deal with these situations, you know, and teenage girls are not going to bully you, but your body doesn't know that. And so when something happens that seems threatening, your body is bang back into that trauma because it's stored in your DNA, it's stored in your cells. And so the only way to deal with trauma is to do it on a subconscious level. And this is really what I've always been playing with, but I'm becoming more and more certain of, and I've been really developing my work in in the last two, three years. So when we go into the trauma, when we clear that trauma on a subconscious level, then you will start to see the impact in your life right now in the present day to day. So it's almost like, I I always have a, I'm a very visual kinesthetic person. And so I imagine it like almost having like, you know, something tied around your ankles or having mud in your system. And once you release that, once you clear it, once it's no longer in your physical body and in your energy field, then you're clear. And you have all your energy available for the thing that you want to do. And also, you won't be emotionally triggered anymore. So a lot of, again, what I see a lot in people's reactions when something happens is not actually a reaction to that thing that just happened. It's a reaction to the thing it triggered in me from the past. So when we become clean, when we've dealt with our own stuff, when we've cleaned out that trauma out of our system, then we're able to respond Cleanly in the moment, you know. So it isn't like when someone yells at me, it like takes me back to that point in time when my dad used to yell at me when I was a kid. And then I react back. So I either withdraw or I retaliate or whatever. But I'm not really dealing with that situation. I'm dealing with the fact that I was yelled at as a kid. So what I'm now doing in my work is combining all these elements together. So the strategy, the coaching, the energetic clearing, the healing work, so that you are equipped on all these different levels to really create the change that you want to create in the world, the business that you want to create in the world. So as I'm recording this, you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, okay, but how? How do I even do that? Well, let's say the thing for me is a conscious and subconscious process. So what coaching does is really give us a conscious awareness of what's blocking us, right? So we can go, oh, okay, I can see that I have those beliefs. I can see where my identity got stuck. I can see what I believe about myself. I can see how I get triggered in those situations. And so you you build up that conscious awareness. You help your brain come along with the journey, you know, of like, Oh, okay. That's why this thing happened. Okay. I get it. But change doesn't happen from there because change is really emotional and it's energetic. And with these things that are frightening to us on some level, it's very hard to shift them consciously. So what happens a lot is either you try and just kind of muscle through, oh, I'm just going to do this every day. I'll force myself to be visible every day. And then that will change the thing well it will to a degree because you will give your brain evidence oh god i stood up in front of that bunch of people and the world didn't end and it was okay and actually they thought i was quite good right so it will give you evidence and it will start to reprogram but it's hard and you are fighting against something that's intrinsically sitting in your system so it's not an easy thing to do so i do suggest you do the conscious awareness work And you could do that with a coach, you can journal, you can contemplate in whatever way you like to contemplate, write things down. Writing is such a great tool for getting this stuff out and for having those moments where you go, oh, I did not know that that was in there. (laughs) So journaling and writing is a brilliant thing to do, right? And building that conscious awareness. But then really for me, what I've discovered is it's then doing the deeper work. So I have energetic and clearing processes that I've used for many years to help clients like almost physically and energetically clear those blocks from their system. And I'm also training a new methodology called heart healings. So I've done a practitioner hypnotherapy program recently because I really wanted to understand that how to move people into a trance state, how to get people out of their brains, how to get them into a place of receptivity. And then I'm also now training in something called heart healing. Well, I'm, I'm, I've passed the first level training. So, and heart healing was devised by a brilliant healer called Natasha Bray. And what I love about heart healing is it's, it combines science and spirituality and hypnotherapy and healing and lots of things together to really heal our hearts, to heal our emotions, to heal those relationships that have held us back, those experiences that wounded our hearts. And I have to say that for me, I've been having this healing work for myself for the last eight months or so, and it really has been revolutionary. And I think it's a lot of why I sit here saying I'm happier than I've ever been in my life, <laughs> that I feel so clean in terms of those trauma, those relationships, those things that are I know have held me back. So, and saying it's not like you aren't successful. I've been very successful in my business. I'm pretty successful in my life. But it took the breakdown of my marriage a couple of years ago and the challenge of that and the trauma of that. Triggered a lot of stuff from my past and stuff I should have healed, honestly, many years before that. So I could see the patterns in my childhood with my dad going into my marriage. And I really sat there and thought, I do not want this to continue. I do not want a relationship like this again. I do not want to repeat these patterns. I will not repeat these patterns again. And so sometimes it's a challenge and a situation that forces us to go. I need to deal with this stuff, right? I do not want to go around this circle ever again. And when you know that, then you're ready for healing. You're ready to kind of really go into this subconscious healing space. So what I'm feeling into at the moment, and I'm just rewriting all my one-to-one packages, my clients actually is combining the conscious coaching work with the hypnotherapy and healing processes so that you're working on all these different levels at the same time, practically, intellectually, emotionally, energetically, spiritually, all this stuff is going on at the same time. And so I'm really fascinated to see the impact that this has, because I know already the work I do with clients is transformational. I get told that every day, (laughs) but now with the combination of these things, I'm like, do you know what? I feel like the transformation will be even more extraordinary across all areas of your life, not just work, but across all areas of your personal life too, but also that it will happen much quicker. So I'm all about like, you know, tell me to turn up for a day and that will clear all this stuff versus doing a six month program. I'm in. <laughs> you know, And I think many of my clients are like that. You know, we want fast results. We really want to kind of move forward and, you know, clear this stuff. And we'd rather do it intensively than spend the next five years in therapy, right? Because we like to create, we like to move forward. We're speedy. We're about impact and action. So if that's you really think about, Like these intensive situations to clear trauma, because I just know that this is a huge opportunity for leaders and entrepreneurs in the world to move yourself forward and move your business forward at speed. So it's kind of like the intangible link, isn't it? I'm going to go over here and do this hypnotherapy healing stuff, and then somehow that's going to impact on my business. But I'm telling you, it happens every time. I've had people do clearing processes with me and then manifest their dream house out of nowhere and the money to pay for it. I've had people say that they can't, you know, the business isn't moving, they can't find clients. And then lo and behold, you know, a client, they sign up a client at a higher rate that they never have done before. And that work starts to flow in. I've had people in big organizations who are, stuck in their roles, can't get to the next level. And all of a sudden we clear whatever this block is. And, you know, within six months they're promoted to some amazing new job. This is very tangible in the day to day. And also, by the way, it's quite funny. I quite often get, when I work in big organizations, I often get the manager of the person I'm working with saying, what have you done to so-and-so? oh my God, like I don't even recognize this person. (laughs) So that always really amuses me as well. So sometimes it's great to see not just our sense of it, but also other people's sense of that too. I've had people attract big investors into their business. I've had people who you know, have been determined not to have relationships and have children suddenly meet the love of their life and have children or stepchildren in their lives. You know, this is like one of those beautiful things where you can set an intention for the impact, but actually because it's clearing, I say, at this root cause, you will find impact across the whole of your life. And I love this thing about being surprised and delighted by the universe And I think that's what's wonderful about doing this deeper healing work around trauma, that it heals on every level. So, you know, you may find yourself with a beautiful home being manifested or an amazing relationship, or maybe you heal your relationship with your family or some other kind of relationship in your life, and your business will definitely grow and explode. So, I love that. I love the fact that this has an impact across the piece. And the other side of it is, But if you don't deal with the trauma, if you don't choose to do this deep work, it will hold you, you and the business back. You know, it will mean that you hit a plateau. And, you know, one of the things I was saying to a client yesterday was, you know, as a leader, as a visionary, we have a responsibility not just to ourselves, but to all of those we influence and lead. And so I feel like for me, it's almost like a moral responsibility. I'm working with people at a very deep fundamental level that changes their life. And I can only do that if I've dealt with my own crap first. Otherwise, it's going to leak out. They're going to trigger me. And I can't be with this thing cleanly. And so I think it's beholden on us, actually, as visionaries and entrepreneurs and founders to do this work, to... Know where we get triggered. And rather than blame and rather than, you know, fire out at somebody else, is go, hmm, what is it about me? How am I being triggered? What's going on here? And then once you know all of that, you can start to heal it and clear it. And when you heal it and clear it, you'll see the relationships, the business, your life around you transform. So I hope this is helpful. And I really want to encourage you. Not to minimize trauma with a small t and not to feel guilty or self indulgent. If you feel like, oh, it wasn't that, if you hear yourself saying these words, well, you know, I was, it wasn't bad and I did, I was okay. There was no big trauma. You know, maybe I'm being a bit self indulgent. I feel a bit guilty about talking about this. I want to tell you that those are things you need to deal with. And that you do it not selfishly, you do it because it impacts not only on you, but on your family, your friends, your kids, your work colleagues, and the vision and the mission that you're here to do in the world. It impacts on all those levels. And so in a way, it's selfish not to. (laughs) If you look at it from another perspective, it's actually selfish not to clear your trauma because if you don't play your trauma it's going to spew out over all the other pieces of your life and that's going to create an impact that you don't want to have so i hope this is helpful i hope that this has been provocative in a good way i hope that it has really made you like contemplate and think about huh i wonder if i really looked at my life if i looked at the things that are going on and if there's something you're stuck with there will be something behind it. So if you're doing all the right things and you're not getting the result you need to get, if somehow things are not flowing, if you think like, I don't understand why I can't get to this place I want to get to, I guarantee you there will be some trauma, some healing that needs to take place. So just know that, watch out for it, have your little like spidey sense on to listen out for that. Because if you're blocked and you don't know why, and it makes no logical sense, I tell you right now, there is something to heal and clear. And when you do that, you impact on you and all the others around you. So a topic that I'm just mildly passionate about, and I will come on and talk about this more on the podcast and what's going on for people. Maybe I'll get some people to come on and talk about what's happened when they've cleared that trauma from their life so who knows we never know where this podcast is going to go it's very intuitive from my perspective but I'm really loving sharing these things with you so do leave me comments do connect with me on Facebook LinkedIn Instagram email me you know let me know what's going on for you let me know how this is resonating let me know what else you'd like help and support with I am always here to help you as an entrepreneur as a visionary as someone who wants to create change in the world Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.